Welcome to the We as Citizens podcast. Hi, it's Christina, and I love talking to people. We as Citizens is my new show, and I'm talking with people who maybe we have some preconceived notions about who they are, because we humans, we make assumptions about others, myself included. It's what our brains do. So I wanted to meet and talk with various types of people, challenge some of those notions. My first episodes include an environmentalist, a CIA case officer, a non-traditional doctor, and someone who eats vegan. First up, Douglas Lauks. I wanted to talk to him because of the visceral response that just mentioning the CIA draws out of some people, and because of his book, Left of Boom, where we get an idea of his life, what it was really like in the CIA. Here's a bit from our interview. Because once you graduate from the farm, it's like graduating buds as a Navy SEAL. You did it. You're always forever a SEAL now, right? Like forever, for life, you are a Navy SEAL. And you can go do other things in the Navy if you want, but you'll always have those credentials. So for me, I would always be a case officer. He also talked about what the training helps you become. Look, that's a big part of the training at the farm is to make you a lone wolf and to train you how to operate independent of everything and everyone to be a survivor. From our conversation, I found him to be very open to talking about what he could with the CIA and becoming a case officer. Why I always say I'm so grateful for the CIA because the farm is some of the most elite training of any institution in the world. Mm -hmm. It has to be. It has yeah. to be by its very nature to keep our country safe. And I also talked about who he is as a person today, years after leaving the agency. Civil Servant is a um, nonprofit, 501c3 that I run. Um, it's based in Ohio. Basically, what I do is um, for local veterans uh, in the local community, because a lot of people join the military from where I'm from. Mm -hmm. uh, and so whenever those kids come home for an R&R or to get out of the military, I try to go to the local uh, restaurants and stuff and, um, you know, buy them a, uh, a gift certificate or a gift card and, uh, you know, just try to do some things for them. My next guest is Simon Jordan. He's the creator of One Planet, One Place and Five Things Clear. And I talked to Simon about his environmental works and how they started. I was on a beach and there's a, there's a bird over here called a Manx Shearwater. And it was right on the, on the, the edge of the water and struggling. It had this plastic ring around its head and the kind of ring you get on a, on a milk bottle or, or a, any plastic container where you take, it's a locking thing, so it's got teeth on it. It's, it's like some medieval torture chamber. Simon also talked about how to keep his five things clear fresh for those who participate. They find it's a bit overwhelmed. They think, well, it's, it's you know, what, what good will my little effort do? And I thought, but you know what? If they just, if everyone just picks up five things, we'll clear the beach. Simon also talks about his gratitude practice. But when you look at what you've got and you have gratitude, this underpins everything. It's beautiful. So it's have gratitude. The contentment is just such a powerful thing and having gratitude. And the next guest is a functional neurologist. His name is Dr. R. Keone Britton. He works out of Los Angeles. We talked about how a traditional neurologist may see things. There's a good chance if you were that neurologist's daughter and they knew they had unending fun and it was, they dealt with you like you are an impact on the rest 
rest of your life, they wouldn't have told you to do that. And that how they think they're getting paid really works into how a corporate doctor has to think. We also talked a bit about how a good functional neurologist sees things. Having someone who's got enough expertise to say, hey, we have a great likelihood of getting you better without having to go into all this things that lead to surgery or to more expensive things and allow room for the new developments in both surgeries and and, and research to be able to happen. So to me, it just makes sense. We also talked a bit about what may be professional appropriation. Say in alternative medical space, to watch them take dry needling while they poo-pooed acupuncture. Yeah. And then they decided to make a degree or certification uh-huh. that chiropractors or PTs can do on patients. Well, then you either thought that what they were doing was bullshit or you thought it wasn't. They obviously thought, decided that they wanted to be able to do the needling because that's how much effect it has on patients. Yeah. And we see it from chiropractic side of PTs now trying to learn how to adjust. Well, mm-hmm. you guys fought us for years and then you didn't have the courtesy to say, you liked what we did, join us. You decided to take big parts of it and use it for your own. So anybody who's a minority has heard of cultural appropriation. This professional appropriation. Well, I hope you join me for the full episode starting January 19th, 2021. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.